folks and welcome to episode 64 of the boring lies of interesting people podcast i am daniel and i am katie lady lamy's guest with kms on the 25th shit oh god <laughs> fifth. fifth i think uh phd aka the new little k i was thoroughly convinced i was already 26 <laughs> <laughs> you're just uh looking forward to it no no i'll i will be in paris on my birthday that's fucking rad i didn't know that yeah i'm i'm well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> you, go, you go to Gay Perry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, I don't know what's going on in your neck of the woods, but up here in lovely northern, centralish, probably no more northern California, I'm currently wearing shorts and beginning to hate life already because the sun yeah. is out and it's a little warmer. And you live in the land where that's just normal. So. <laughs> yeah, but we did have like... You know what? Winter here is amazing because it's like... It's, like, just cold enough to be, like, it's, like, brisk days where where you live. Uh, it's really nice. It's, it's like, just autumn. There's no actual winter. <laughs> it's just, like, autumn weather from, like, November until February, the end of February. And then March hit. And I went from thinking, you know what? San Diego has the best weather on the planet to I want to fucking go back. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's worse up there, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like a cold ass winter. I've realized I was, I was bummed yeah. that this winter I didn't really get to wear like my cozy, warm jackets, and that yeah. made me sad because that's all I wanted. But then it fucking just poured for like the last month. Yeah. And yeah, I saw a lot of really sad photos of horses being like up to their necks in water See, down in San Jose. That's why they're so tall, though, so they can just stick their heads up and not drown. <laughs> That's what, that's what it is. That's, They're built for the water. It's God's plan, yeah. I mean, in Katie Ball, they are, like, part of the sport, and they oh, oh, it totally. is, like, water polo. As far as I can remember from our diagrams. <laughs> that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually referenced Katie Ball not too long ago to somebody. Yes. And they were talking about doing water polo and horses, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's like Katie Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Except I think the horses were a team of their own. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because I didn't want it to be like animal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a fair chance. I think they were their own team. There was always three teams. One team had to be horses. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, us. We're so we. Yeah, it's very true. Nothing about that sentence was wrong. <laughs> no, not at all. I am most good talking at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, as at the time of this recording, it is St. Patrick's Day. Happy Green it Day is. to you. May Happy you be an, you. an American idiot and a dookie and have the time of your life. What other Green Day? What? I'm referencing Green Day songs. <laughs> For someone that doesn't like Green Day, it's kind of <laughs> difficult. Wait, why? Just because they have green in their title? Are they Irish? No, I just called it Green Day. And yes, they are called Green Day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like in uh, the show Community, they did a, like a, uh, I think a St. Patrick's Day episode or parade or uh, dance or something, and they thought they were going to have Green Day, but then the band showed up and it was Green D-A-Y-E, I think, and it was like a folk band. 
So they're like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here's Green Day. Not the real Green Day. Just figure we tear off that Band-Aid. Because <laughs> everyone's looking for the other band. It was a good right, joke. Okay. It's all a joke. I like that joke. Okay. D-A-I-Y-E. Who uh, else made that joke about the spelling of that? Was that It's Always Sunny? Uh, no, maybe. Was it? Ch- it sounds like a Charlie Char- Day thing. Yeah. Or a Charlie Kelly, Maybe he was rather. spelling his last name. I don't know. In the show, his last name is Kelly, though. Okay. Maybe it, he was being meta. <laughs> it, maybe one of his like weird love notes he writes. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well. Are you doing yeah. anything St. Patrick's Day related, or have you? Uh, this is my St. Patrick's Day celebration. As it I should guess. be. I wore green today, which is something I haven't done for many years for St. Patrick's Day as like some sort of rebellion. I don't know what it's rebelling against, but the Irish, <laughs> right? So I don't know, but but I mean, St. Patrick's Day is like a day where white people get to be like racist against Irish white people. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't really like i'm wearing a green shirt now mostly just so like i i, I kind of conform with certain little norms just so people leave me alone about them fucking right yeah i just don't want people to like pinch me even as like a joke yeah so. i mean i don't know what it was i think it was just people were weirded out by me but like i could get away with not wearing green because then they'd be like Haha, you're not wearing green. I'm going to pinch you. And then I would just look at them and then, like, wouldn't do it. So that was nice. (laughs) (laughs) I never mastered a don't touch me death stare, apparently. Well, I don't think it was really a death stare. I think it was just like I was trying to be scary and they thought it was, like, pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Rude. Yeah. But no, I'm not doing anything. Uh, our uh, professors all made jokes about how we were going to get smashed today, though. So that's neat. Hmm. My legal writing professor actually warned us, th- like, nicely enough, because I think it might also affect us if we, like, go out to do anything, um, that the people, obviously too late for people listening now, but um, <laughs> the the police are going to be out in droves tonight getting people who are drunk driving. So, yeah, in case you're doing anything. We were actually invited to go to an Irish pub in Roseville for a bit about six o'clock. We'll, well, we're already not going to be on time for that, which is fine. But <laughs> we'll see if we go at all because it sounds also kind of scary because both the cops being out and that whole thing where drunk people are out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, if you do, just be careful. According to my uh, alternate holiday calendar, today is also Submarine Day, so happy Submarine Day. <laughs> happy Submarine Day. Did you celebrate now, Submarine Day? Are they green submarines? I could celebrate Submarine Day. I'm sure there's a submarine in the harbor here. Uh, on the calendar, it's an orange one. I'm, I thought it might be yellow, but it's, it's orange. Rude. That's rude. Uh, tomorrow's Awkward Moments Day, so go ahead and <laughs> get some of those going. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> it's my favorite holiday. <laughs> Oh, man, good times. So what have you been up to lately? Uh, Okay, like, the only thing, like, proactive that I've done is go see Logan. How was Logan? Amazing. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah, it's really good. You should you should definitely go watch it. Like, it, it gets heavy, mm-hmm. and I think I almost 
cried. And it's a superhero movie, so that's you know it's touching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's really good. I think you will like it. When uh, Katie Bear and I were watching all of the X Men movies for a while, like we watched, you know, all your standard X Men stands, Future Pass, all that confusing timeline stuff, and then uh, we got around to doing. X-Men Origins Wolverine and The Wolverine, and then we just didn't do it. Yep. I legally acquired them, and they're still just sitting on my hard drive. We haven't. Yeah. Do we need to watch those in order to... No. Cool. Please don't. I don't want They're the worst. Yeah, I've I've seen the one reason Japan. I think we saw that one together. I think that's true. Yeah. And yeah. Then the other one I saw a weird early cut of it where none of the CGI is in it. <laughs> That one might be interesting to watch just so, like, you know what's actually going on. <laughs> Instead of but just Ryan Reynolds and, and Hugh Jackman fighting in a gray room and Ryan Reynolds just has his mouth covered because he's Deadpool, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. it'll get, it, That would give you a better appreciation for the new Deadpool movie. But... I think that would be true. So, I mean, you could. I just, you know, wouldn't recommend you wasting your time if you really didn't want to do it. But no, this movie is actually good. It actually has a good plot. It's got really good acting. Like they chose whoever did the casting for this knew what the hell they were doing. It's it's good. Okay, cool. I look yeah. forward to it. Uh, I saw the new Kong. Oh, did you? Yeah. I How it, was that? I thought was, it, is it actually a comedy or is it like a serious movie? It's mostly serious, but John okay. C. Riley is funny. Okay. Because he. I don't know. John C. Riley's great. I keep seeing uh, reviews for it saying it's a John C. Riley movie in disguise, and it's absolutely true. He's the heart. <laughs> he's the heart. He's the comedy. He is a very pivotal role in it, and I fucking love John C. Riley. No, but, yeah, he's the bus. And he's great in it. Uh, your boy Hiddleston is strange. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't buy him as a character in it. He's, That's fair. He's he probably a, isn't feeling it. He's like a some ex-military tracker guy or something so they hire him to go to this island uh by my boy john goodman (laughs) and that's your boy (laughs) i don't know why but i've said it before and i'll say it again john goodman is my favorite actor fair enough i fucking love that man yeah i just want him to hug me and then like scorn me not like a weird way but like he's got (laughs) he's got like a very serious tone and when he does it's scary i think we've like interesting experience that in real life uh, your car try and set something up for you <laughs> thank you i know he's in your your, your neighborhood or something yeah but yeah, it was it was, it was a good movie does he live in beverly hills i have no idea mm. but uh so about three years into katie and i and i's relationship she revealed to me that she has a uh a fascination with the whole king kong character and she was super mm. stoked for this and that's mm. not something i've ever heard before about people being super into king kong but <laughs> She also enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, her one complaint, which is not a spoiler, is that it would not pass the Bechdel test simply because the two female characters, and she's right about this, don't say a word to each other. Interesting. Yeah, they're in the same spot. They are in the same peril, and they don't talk to each other. So, yeah. You fun. know, I mean, I don't know what the demographics are for the people who watch King Kong movies, but... I can understand it from a marketing standpoint why it was written that way. Like, not to pass the Bechtel test. Like, it's a movie about a big gorilla <laughs> destroying things, which seems a little testosterone-y. So, like, I get it, 
not okay, but I get it. <laughs> I would like to take a moment to say my favorite uh, noodle of choice is tostaroni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tostaroni and cheese is my shit. Definitely. Second choice, shells. I do like shells. I bought shells recently. Although I bought this other type of pasta. It's kind of like cavatappi, but like rigged. Oh, I know what you're I talking don't... about. We got that yeah, recently too. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> now, I might be dumb in saying this. All pasta and noodles taste the same to me. They all serve different functions, we... but. Everybody says that to me, but like. I don't know. Just like the texture of it and like. The way my mouth conforms around the noodle. <laughs> that makes it sound like. <laughs> well anyway we're just, oh, we'll just gloss over that <laughs> and here i thought i was going to call this episode the green episode <laughs> i probably still will that's that's good shit <laughs> thank you um but i don't know just like something about the texture of it changes the way that it tastes to me i guess maybe because it's different feeling so it it's not the same the same like eating experience and therefore it tastes different that almost convinces me <laughs> cuz like intellectually i know it's all made out of the same stuff it couldn't possibly <laughs> taste different but like it does so where's the disconnect <laughs> how these noodles grab onto all the flavors and then <laughs> something them i don't know oh when i tried pesto I can't fucking stand the stuff. I uh, don't. You're wrong. Pesto is my shit. John Goodman and pesto. I, okay, those are my shit. Hold on. Yes. How many types of pesto have you tried? Uh, a couple. Okay. So is it just basil pesto that's like really overwhelming? Because like I like the concept of it and it makes a lot of sense that I would really like it. But like it's so overwhelmingly like basil-y. <laughs> See, I can't. I can't do really herbal things, so... The thing is, I love basil. Like, I've oh. never had something with too much basil. Fair enough. Okay. I guess... Because they also have, like, a spinach one, and I don't know if they put basil in it as well. I guess I can just check the ingredients. <laughs> that would be an easy fix, wouldn't it? I think but, both, yeah. and then it's, like, nuts and olive oil and maybe Parmesan. It's pretty yeah. simple to make, but oh, I love basil. Maybe I'll just try and make it on my own. I'll get, like, a food processor. Pro processor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. <laughs> so something pretty cool came in our mailbox today. It doesn't really appeal to me, but um it, <gasps> what? I think we might have gotten the same thing. Is it for Katie? Did you get a loot Did crate Katie... of some sort? Yes. Is it a Harry Potter loot crate? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm guessing you guys got the same is your shit all green too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh she just opened it today and I'm like it's just sitting here next to me and I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> No, yeah. It's actually pretty cool. I like what they gave. It's practical stuff, and I enjoy that. <laughs> I wish I liked Harry Potter more, because, like, I, you know, I wear beanies, and this beanie's red, but I'm not going to wear a Slytherin beanie and have people ask me things, and I'm not going to know. Yeah. I, I was kind of disappointed when I saw it. I was like, oh, Dan could wear this, but Dan wouldn't want to identify as Slytherin, so. <laughs> but, what, yeah. what house is he? He, he by choice, is Hufflepuff. I think he was also sorted into Hufflepuff, but... I think I'm always sorted on those things into Gryffindor, but I want to be Hufflepuff because their badger's cute. Well, okay. Well, if that's why you want to be Hufflepuff, I don't think you're really Hufflepuff. Also, I'm an excellent finder. <laughs> okay, well, to, you to know what? It's not me you have to convince. It's the sorting hat. Well, there's a pin in this. Well, for the listener's sake, 
should we go over what you got in these boxes? Yeah. All right. So we've already mentioned a Slytherin beanie. Uh, it's cool. It's got snake patch on it. It's uh, one of those upfolding ones, which isn't my go-to in a beanie, but looks cozy. Hello. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Uh, we had a, a rad uh, duffel bag of sorts, some kind of gym bag, maybe. Yeah, it's too small for like an overnight bag, but it's it's nice. It smells a lot, so I'm aerating it, but whatever. <laughs> I, I didn't sniff it. I'm going to sniff it. Oh, open it up and sniff it. It's like tar. It's yeah, really gross. it's got like a weird sort of uh, kind of maiden china smell. I don't really know yeah. how to describe it another way. <laughs> Uh, also in there is actually a pretty cool uh, three-quarter uh, raglan t-shirt thing. It's not uh, house-specific, but it's, it's uh, what the hell is it school called? Hogwarts? Yeah, I've seen all the movies. <laughs> I cannot remember it. But yeah, it's it's really cool. Like Again, I'm, I'm like, God, I wish I liked this shit. But... Yeah, actually, it does look like just a, a Daniel Box. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a it's got a cool pin in it. Like I don't know why, but I've totally fallen for the whole enamel pin thing going on. Yeah. So I cool. I have pins. I don't know the fuck to do with them. I can only put so many on guitar straps, and then I just have a pile in this drawer. Well, you know what? You can put your pin on the lanyard that also comes in the loom crate box. <laughs> Segway. Katie was saying this might become her like Disney pin uh, lanyard, but I don't know if you can do that. Sure, you can. I mean, just... you legally could, but if you, <laughs> but like, should you? Because it's it's Harvey Pop Tart and not not Disney. You know, I'm sure at some point Disney's gonna try and acquire hog like Harry Potter stuff too. So I wonder whatever. if they've tried already because it's they yeah. might have. I think maybe J.K. like felt it would be bad to encourage a, a monopoly like that. <laughs> <laughs> if they have all the fandoms. Yeah. There also might be like um international antitrust laws that prevent like that sort of acquisition. Cuz I think I know well, but then again Warner Brother owns it, right? Uh that's the film, but I guess they could have done something with the books pre-film yeah. or something. I don't know. I don't know. Probably someone got oh. in there quick on those film rights. Yeah, probably. <laughs> And also, there is a pretty cool scroll that tells you about everything that's in this box. Yeah, I thought that was like a really. I thought it was going to be something different, but it's like nice I thought touch. that was a pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. I I think that's everything. I don't. I can't tell what else. I think that's everything too. Mine's on the other side of the house, and I don't really want to stand up and go get it. <laughs> the box itself is pretty cool. It's got the hat the hat inside, and yeah. then some neat pattern. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for this crate because, like, I was getting really tired of loot crate, and I skip every month now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped, you know, a year or two ago now. Yeah, so I think I'm probably crates. just gonna quit it because, like, it just gives us the stupid like pop figures. Almost every single box has a pop figure in them, and I hate those things. And now they're just like everywhere, and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I have four of them, and I like my four, and I don't, I don't think there are any I'd want to get other than these. Like, I've got Lemmy from Motorhead. That one mm -hmm. I'm very excited about. I got one of Wally. I was given one for Christmas, I believe Christmas, or my birthday, of The Devil from Futurama. <laughs> nice. From uh, former guest Mixtape Majesty. And then Katie got me uh, Gene from Bob's Burgers. So those are, that's Aww. my that's my team. I've got a bass player, a keyboard player, The Devil, which I think he plays... Does he play... Oh, a hollow flute in that episode of Futurama. Oh, yeah. And then... 
on vocals wally or he's percussion or something it's a pretty sweet band yeah that's awesome i never really thought <laughs> about it like that until just now <laughs> well there you go realizations that is my saint patrick's day gift to you oh fuck i didn't get you anything <laughs> it's okay I, I got you the promise of the next sweet demo from my band that still needs a name oh are you guys like making music i thought you guys were like just, like... <laughs> I, I was referring to uh lemmy and wally and stuff oh <laughs> uh I, we played a show fuck when was that february or something yeah and that was fun uh, it was kind of just like for a bunch of friends that we invited to go to the local bar thing are we're... you guys like making new songs or is it are you um playing your old stuff we're playing old stuff we have two new songs that we put in recently ish and uh we've been trying to write other stuff but the last two times we practiced and like we're trying to write we got busted by the cops oh <laughs> both oh, times that's right. yeah that's a long time ago <laughs> yeah we we've been talking in talks about um going door to door and trying to like i don't know reason with people or just kind of give parameters that we'd be willing to do stuff like be like it's technically not totally illegal for us to play loudly until eight but yeah do not be a dick and call before eight but then yeah. uh thomas's workplace <laughs> had a move where the watermelon downtown moved completely out of that area so they've been like moving and unpacking and sorting out a new store for like the last two three maybe longer weeks oh my and god so we've just sort of been like thomas has been super exhausted and we've been on the back burner and i don't know they should be about done maybe we'll get something going again we talked yeah. about playing a, a show in Sacramento, and I put in a, a word to the guy that throws him and having everything back, but yeah, we all biz, being mm. lame adults and shit. <laughs> um, where's Watermelon moving? Uh, it's just moving to the, uh, like, kind of where I used to live when Ryan and I were roommates. Oh, okay. It's over yeah. by that gas station on that side. Hmm. It's a huge location. They're going to have, like, a recital hall that's also going to be a venue, but it's not, like center of the town and it seems like kind of right. a, a weird spot i'm a little like nervous on their behalf but it also is better in a lot of ways so i don't know it's cool well i mean i think they'll be okay merely because they've established themselves as like the place to get music mm -hmm. like in that area so i i don't know that they're um that they reach many sales as far as people just walking in and buying an instrument so i think they'll be okay yeah props your props right uh what else you been up to uh, well they said that was your one proactive thing what have you yeah. done that's inactive so, I, yeah I'm very inactive <laughs> okay so because i've been in such a like law school rut i've been trying to think of like ways to make myself feel better <laughs> and so i it's been like, I'm so busy, but at the same time, I'm so incredibly bored. So I'm like, what was I doing back when I was bored in undergrad? Oh, writing dirty stories. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I haven't actually been able to write any because I have like zero inspiration now because I'm not like sexually frustrated. But my friend, like, I don't know that she used to write specifically dirty stories, but like there are these games called Otome games, which are like female dating Sims. So like the, the protagonist is a female and then you have like this harem of boys that you just get to choose from. 
<laughs> so we're going to try and corner the market. Because, <laughs> like, if you go on the App Store and you search in Otome games, there's, like, 10 or 12. But, like, the money grabbing on those things is so fucking real. And, and like, little, like, I shouldn't say little kids. Other sexually frustrated people definitely mm-hmm. pay money. Like... <laughs> pretty good so we're gonna try and corner that market and write some actually good stories because the stuff that's out there right now is just like really horribly written so yeah I'm that's my business venture i'm fascinated by this by this genre okay is it like I'll, a game show sort of situation like a uh okay. oh no uh there is a game like that um i don't know if it's on the the, the app store but uh i don't know how to type to you type there we go um uh, I can't. I apparently I really can't um oh, multitask. There's... Okay, so that's Otome. O T O M E is the the type of game where like you go and you like romance guys, but it's not like in the same way. Like I don't know if you ever played the Newgrounds games where you like you would romance women, which is literally just like stat building and then like you end up actually fucking them. In Otome games, you don't actually <laughs> I, I end up those. having sex. <laughs> You have? Uh, yeah, I've played one or two. Okay, cool. So you know what I'm talking about. Yes. But, like, for females, for some reason, it's not the same way. There's only, like, a couple games where, like, there's an actual sex scene. But, like, on all male games, there's just... That's, like, the end goal is sex. So what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and, you know, couple these two <laughs> and make an actually good game that people can pay into if they want the dirty scenes so oh, that, you know, keeps smart. the chitlins away and, you know, we don't get hit with lawsuits. So when I look this up in the app store, I got to say, I know this is, this is clearly either anime inspired or based oh, yeah. off of like anime culture. Cause all these titles are fucking intense. <laughs> they, yeah. Like the third one down is lust in terror manner. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, love is a game. False vows. True love romance novel. <laughs> love yeah. magic. Jeez. God. Yeah. And a lot of it is like literally just you're reading stuff. And um, I have one where like you can, you get these like five chapter tickets a day. But a chapter is like 20 sentences long. <laughs> so you can read those 100 sentences per day. Or you can pay money to read more. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's it's insane how much money they can garner because nobody else is trying to get into the market. So I'm I'm gonna try and jump on that. We'll see how far it gets. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we need I... a programmer though. So <laughs> if 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 anybody listening to this, the two people, how many people? I don't know. The two people who listen to this, please. Don't email our podcast because we can't get into it right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I did try to do the thing where it like says, uh, "Confirm your phone number. We'll send you a reset link." And I'm like, "All right, cool. I think that's Katie's phone number." And I sent it. I put it in, and then I, I guess you didn't hear anything about it. So, I'll weird. Keep, I'll keep trying to remember what the hell the password is. So, okay. I looked at one of these games, like, cause I don't know how many of these you've played, but one is called Boy Doll Box. What the fuck? The description. It's about the friendship between the amazing doll that the owner of the toy shop gives a young man and the young man inside the to- tiny box that the owner gives. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, 
<laughs> inside the tiny box that the owner of the toy shop gives, there is a small boy inside. I'm I'm bad at doing a cold read. I'm not misreading this. <laughs> then it says, this story begins with this one box. The story, uh, the story of a tiny boy doll and the young man. What will happen to them? And the picture is a man sitting in a box with a box in his hand and a little boy in that box. And it's oh. some Otome game. And all right, then. That's really weird. Okay, I guess you have an Android, right? I have an iPhone. You have iPhone? Okay. Phone. So I'm in that. I don't know why I haven't seen that one. That's weird. It's anyway. Uh, it's like 15 down in this list of just uh, searching oh. Otome. Okay. You just go straight for the top one. You're like, yes, give me uh, well, love, love Dragon Spiral. Because I mean, at some point they like become like Japanese and Korean titles, and I'm like, all right, well, I've I've exhausted all of the English options. So this but, one this um, one appears to be in English. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some weird ones. The distra- the uh, translation was a little rough, so maybe it's a direct translated thing that's not actually like recoded in English or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but they're really horribly written. Like I haven't found one that's like really good. <sighs> so until the uh, the Laumi's production. Yeah, I don't know. We have to come up with a title. Ugh. So of course it's it's really a lot of work creating a company. Just <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't know if what? I can call Catbox Studios a company, but. So apparently making just Facebooks doesn't qualify enough to start a business and get things going. Crazy. Well, if you were like going to create an app for Catbox Studio, I think that that would be comparable. I've I've actually been in talks to take on another show that's supposed to be like producing a mixed martial arts one, but the guy who wants to do it like is just super busy with school, so that may launch this mm-hmm. summer. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, so I'm not sure if I'll be on it, but the fucking dude who wants to do it's uh, just a <laughs> crazy character, and I, I used to work with him. He's, he's awesome. So oh. I hope it, I personally hope it'll happen. Yeah, if for nothing sure. else, so I can hang out with that dude again. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I live my life, and I've been to some shows recently. Certainly. So I went to a see the band Deaf Heaven. Uh, they play a big atmospheric black metal stuff and cool. they're this weird band that um, they have like a hipster crossover appeal that I don't really understand where it came from but like Pitchfork and the likes the online like music review site they love yeah. them like hmm. and they played Treasure Island Music Festival last year <laughs> interesting the other headliners were Sigaros and Ice Cube oh my god and <laughs> My uh, coworker at the time, uh, she went, and I was like, oh, how is Deaf Heaven? She's like, yeah, that's when I went to the bathroom and got a beer and just figured stuff out. That's when a lot of people did that. They had a small crowd. I don't know why they were there. That's so sad. But, like, they – so they were headlining the Noise Pop Festival, or they were one of the headliners, along with, like, Animal Collective and some others. Yeah. But – so they played the show. They did two nights at Independent. I believe they both sold out. So they – are a really really good band live like their drummer is one of the best drummers i've ever seen mm-hmm. their singer is fucking ridiculous <laughs> he like they they come out and they're all wearing black of course because they're a black metal band they're right. playing these like dark kind of grim riffs and the guys like doing the like kind of shrieky screams like not quite danny filth but in the neighborhood okay and um then there's so much instrumental moments that 
guys on stage has got to do something because he doesn't play an instrument. So he does like this strange, like interpretive dancing <laughs> and he like reaches into the crowd and grabs people's hands that are in the air and then forces them to touch his head, which is super fucking gross and sweaty. Ew. And then like he does like these Iggy pop or like uh, Keith or uh, Mick Jagger, like stomps and just grinds <laughs> on nothing. And at one point he like, did this thing where he took his his uh middle fingers on both hands ran them up his thigh stopped like just before his groin and then they did like finger guns at the audience and i thought it was <laughs> such a strange thing and then he like reached out to grab people's hands or just bring them towards him and i just moved away from him because I, I was like I... no no yeah that's gross like it was a very very sexual performance in a very <laughs> unsexy like <laughs> genre like so, go ahead I, is is he attractive like could he think that he's attractive enough to do stuff like that i would say there's a uh a, a type of uh person that would be super into him he's got he's got like a, a hipster look to him he has a very a very good mustache um All right. he's tall he's he's thin he's in good shape yeah he's probably he's not my cup of tea like i can point out an attractive man and not feel i don't know whatever conflicted or something but uh uh this guy would not be my type all right but he was he was a very very sexual creature and like good for him maybe that's what gets them their like word out because i read a review on uh npr once of a show they did that was like it's pure emotion it's just like one of the most intense performances i've ever seen i'm like oh man i gotta see this it's really intense and like musically it's fucking uh, like a wall of sound and like the dynamics between the metalness and like when they play clean stuff it's like super pretty indie stuff yeah and then there's just this fucking like sex offender uh but it was it was a really good set and i I walked away like i I walked it walked in like kind of a, a modest fan like I was mainly there to see the opener, uh, Emma Ruth Rundle, who does really like intense sad rock, and mm-hmm. uh, their headlining. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I paid for the show. I'll stick around. And then I walked out like, okay, yeah, I'm 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 down with them a lot more. Hmm, that's good. And then I went to a show a couple days after that because Noise Pop is a big festival. It takes over San Francisco venues for like I think two three weeks. It's kind of like Sketchfest, oh but it's all indie bands and yeah. Deaf Heaven. Uh, and then I saw the band Family Crest again. Uh, saw them for the third time and they did a really good set. It was all like mostly new stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the band playing right before them is a band I've seen in Davis twice now called Foxtails Brigade. Uh, I, I remember you've talked about them. Yes. Before. I've recommended them on the show before. Um, and we've gotten to the point where I think they recognize Katie and I, because <laughs> we've seen them a few times and like, we were right That's up, awesome. we were right up front and during their last song, uh, which is my favorite song by them called don't look down their violinist was like just fucking going at it hard in the solo and just like going nuts on stage and he like turns his back on the audience he's playing and then he starts to fall backwards and he's right in front of me and i put up my hands and no one else around me does they all take a step away so i'm just holding this guy up and like the stage that he falls off of is basically like two steps up 
So he falls at me and then like realizes he's falling. So he's able to put his leg down and not go down. But he's still like leaning and I try and lift him and eventually I just yell in his ear, it's not working. I'm so sorry because <laughs> I can't <laughs> lift him and no one around me seems interested in getting him up either so he can crowd surf. So then I just kind of like shove him back on the stage and they finish their set and they're packing up. He's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry about that. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Everyone else bailed. And the singer's like, are you okay? <laughs> And then, I, and then I ask him, or he tells me, he's like, yeah, honestly, I don't know what I expected. I don't have that much cord. I got about as far as I could. <laughs> but I've never had that happen at a show where just crowd surfing fails so hard. That's interesting. But maybe no one else was as into it as we were, but they were, uh, I thought they were great. I mean, from our time, from our last time being in San Francisco, um, I remember people were like really hard on Nabla Viscaris. So I feel like they're just like douchebags over there about music. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so oh, I don't man. know. That's that's unfortunate for him. <laughs> kind of funny at the same time. <laughs> he, he was like cool about it. Uh, the guy's like just been in the scene for a long time. He, he played in a metal band called Judgment Day. And like, I don't know. He's, he thought it was kind of funny. Uh, I'm seeing them again <laughs> in June, I think. Uh, they're playing a big thing here in town again, so that'd be cool. Uh, awesome. On Wednesday, Katie and I are seeing Alton Brown. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> is he going to cook? He is doing a, a show at the Mandavi Center where it's described as comedy, cooking, science, magic, puppets, and more. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not sure what more there could be, but it's going to be a fucking experience. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Yeah, it's... I. We got tickets on the way to Outside Lands. So we bought these in August, and uh, the show has since sold out, and people are trying to flip tickets for so much money. But we we got them just kind of on a whim, not thinking it was going to be a big deal, and it's just, I, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going to happen, but I'm really looking forward to whatever this is going to be. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to hear about that. It's going to be so good. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I've got um, a I've got a vacation coming up, so we're of course doing some shows and doing a little traveling. Can't go too far because cool. Katie can't get too much time off work, but we may find mm -hmm. our way down to Los Angeles anyway. So that'd be cool. Should be fun. Hmm. Um, so back on the where I'm gonna be oh, for yeah. my birthday. <laughs> you said you said uh, June, and I was like, oh yeah. Um, so I'm gonna be studying abroad uh, in Paris for the month of June and then London for the month of July. So I'm going to be gone for two months. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to do a show from each place. We'll have to definitely coordinate times, but okay. That'll be <laughs> exciting for you. Cause it'll be like I'm the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm studying. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> France is very French. Very true. I, I am concerned actually about that. Cause my French teacher, uh, I don't know that she taught us, like, the right things. And, like, the people who came from France didn't really like her. So... Because oh. she tried she tried really hard to be French. So... I am concerned about, like... Number one, I don't know how to conjugate in anything but present tense. <laughs> <laughs> so... You should build that as, like, your... Like a five -year -old. You should build huh. that into, like, a personality quirk of yours where, like... <laughs> Oh man, there's that one chick that only talks in the present. She's very into the now. Yeah, that's how they would take it. Not yeah, like not I that have you're the idiot. mental capacity of a five year old. 
Um, and so uh, there's there's that. And I as I've been trying to think in other languages, because like I don't I don't know if you did this when you were like learning. You learned Spanish, German. I took both Spanish and German. Spanish okay, took right. a lot better. <laughs> All right. So like when when you're learning another language, it's like there's a mode, right? And like when you're learning a language separate from English, because we don't do it the right way here in America, it's it's English until you're like in 12th grade and then you learn a different language. <laughs> but yeah. like you switch off between English and then foreign language and all the foreign languages just mesh together. So as I've been here trying to remember French, I've just been talking in Japanese because I know Japanese so much better. And like my Japanese has substantially improved my French. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Have you taken French since high school? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but I have this little app called Duolingo and like I should be on it, but I don't have time for that kind of crap. <laughs> Not with school. But, uh, yeah, so I'll probably just be doing that on the plane over there. That sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. It sounds um, fucking awesome, and though. And then, yeah, but it's going to be a fuck ton of money. Like, staying staying in London and Paris for a month in, like, a one-bedroom place is going to be about... So it's 1800 in London for the cheapest place which is like a dormitory at the actual college <laughs> and then in london or in france i think it's going to be like it's probably going to end up being about 1600 a month which surprisingly both of those are more expensive than it is to live here in san diego <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do and like i don't get my um my not scholarship money but uh financial aid until 10 days before I have to leave. So I have to plan everything basically on my tax return. <laughs> so that's neat. Well, I, I hope you have a grand old time. I want presents. I will get you presents. Uh, hmm. what, uh, weird, hmm. what weird thing could I ask for? Something weird. Something cheap or free. Cheap or free? Yeah. Steal okay. me something. Uh... Steal me something okay. expensive, but for free. <laughs> um, I'm not going to promise that. <laughs> mm, come on. No? Okay. Promise, promise. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you something. Don't worry. I'll find something that's definitely you, and you might be offended by it if it's not great. But I'm sorry. I tried. <laughs> oh, you know what? What? Okay. I'm... I'm going to send you something and we can talk about it off, uh, off cast if you want. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I just decided to search through my Atome game, <laughs> through the Atome games that are on my app store. And I still can't find that thing that you were referencing. Uh, but I found an even better one. <laughs> Here. Better than a man in a box with a boy in another box. Way better. All right. <laughs> How are you sending this? Via the Skype or via telephonic device? Uh, oh, telephonic device. I just got it. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. My horse prince? Yeah. There's got to be the kind of... There's got to be boning in this one. There's got to be Probably. just filthy terrible hentai shit. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But like, yeah, like most of them do not. <laughs> it's really weird to me. I guess it's because like, I, I guess the main demographic is like 12 to 14 year olds, which is fair because like that's when I read that kind of stuff. So I don't know. But then there's like really sad people like myself who still sometimes go back to it and they're like, oh, I remember those days. <laughs> Whatever, man. We all got our old nostalgia thing. Mine's bands. Yeah. Yours can be smut games. <laughs> <laughs> yours can just be new grounds like yeah. you must be 18 to click this link thing you're like oh, i'm 18 <laughs> yeah exactly so uh if they had a lawsuit to get that yeah can you sue if, like, you, if like a kid lies it seems like it'd be on the kid I, I don't know we're going over um like like uh electronic contracts in contracts right now and in order for like the company to be absolved of like what well, like when you download something i guess i don't know that it really applies to like when you're just looking at something but when you download something you have to be extremely explicit that like you're agreeing to the terms cuz like apparently back in the days of netscape um <laughs> they 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 just put like a download now button and then like below that they were like here are the terms and conditions of our thing and they never like put you through the whole you have to like click yes to actually get the product and all that kind of stuff and that's that's why you have to do it now is because netscape was stupid and just like assumed that you were gonna read their license agreement because why would you do that um but yeah i guess that's my case for today oh yes called... to say do you have a case for us today <laughs> well okay i don't um but then i was like you know what it's saint patrick's day um Let's see what kind of St. Patrick's Day lawsuits there are. And yeah. all I got, all I got was a whole bunch of like really racist headlines. Couples St. Patrick's Day lawsuit seeks more time to find cabbage thrower. <laughs> like what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> and then um, lawsuits filed against McDonald's make for an unlucky St. Patrick's Day. That has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. Are I don't know why it's in the title. Are shamrock shakes involved? Uh, I don't uh, think so. No? Okay. Uh, but <laughs> this is, it's like seven labor class action lawsuits. And for some reason, they just stuck St. Patrick's Day in the title because it's St. Patrick's Day. Because <laughs> this is the day that they decided to report on them. Like, that's not helpful to me. The day. <laughs> like was... Sorry, what? The day that things go live should not really be in your title. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, apparently, there's some sort of St. Patrick's Day parade thing going on but like i i don't know it doesn't seem like there's really oh uh uh none of these look like oh okay hold on uh -oh. uh employer liability southwestern bell telephone lp v edwards one of the plaintiff's managers during a work saint patrick's day celebration dressed up as a stereotypical I apologize for this ghetto African American, hmm. green afro and all. What? So that's neat. <laughs> a green afro for your stereotypical African American? Yeah, oh, I don't. Okay. I... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, this is their their whole point is that it's like another time for people to be racist and I somehow see. get away with it. Yeah. Well, that's fun. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what law school does to you. It ruins everything. <laughs> well, 
not like the holiday should just keep going on like innocently, but still. <laughs> uh, so for my recommendation this episode, I actually have two. I have one that's super dark and I have one that's super light, which is not something I've ever really considered when doing a recommendation, but um, I mean, kind of gotten into two very different worlds as far as medias go. Medium? Media is already plural. Take that. Uh, so one is a Cartoon Network show called We Bear Bears. Have you heard of we, this? No. Uh, one of the voices, it's three bears that are brothers. A grizzly bear, a polar bear, and a panda bear. The grizzly is the grizz, panda is panned, and then the polar bear is ice bear. And he is played by Dimitri Martin. And it's best. It's adorable. It's weird. It's like, I don't know, very like strange humor and then these three bears are delivering it so of course katie and i are watching it because bears um <laughs> right right but like they're friends with bigfoot but they don't call him bigfoot uh, he's just like their friend that's afraid of cameras and they live in a cave and it's got like very heartfelt moments in it about how they got to the cave and when they're growing up and stuff and it's a cute funny adorable show Oh. Uh, and it's on cartoon oh. network i think they're going into season three if you look them up they're fucking adorable and like Oh, they live in San Francisco, so there's, like, always places that I've been to in it. Like, they went to the uh, uh, fucking science museum that's in Golden Gate Park recently. Mm-hmm. And, and they go check out, like, an albino alligator. And, like, they go through all these things that are actually there. Like, that, like, walk-through butterfly deal. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they go there. And Aww. I was like, I've seen that. It's real. What was it called? We Bear Bears? Uh, yeah. We Bear, B-A-R-E, and then bears like the animal. And then the other thing I've gotten into recently, which is the darker thing, is a podcast called My Favorite Murder. It is a podcast that has actually gotten very big recently to the point where they're going to, like, theaters and they're selling them out. Like, they were just at the Fox Theater in Oakland. And for a podcast of two people talking on a stage selling out the that theater that's kind of crazy but yeah in less than a year we should do that come on we should try (laughs) like i i honestly like i don't i like what we do i have fun doing it it like you know it's just a fun thing i keep up with but um if somehow we got like big enough to go do live shows i think that would be so fun and like i wish we could do them but i don't know how that would work i feel like we'd wind up on a stage talking to each other (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I just want it to be like Harmontown. I've never been I just, to, I've been to like a live Never Not Funny, Jordan Jesse Go, and a comedy Bang Bang. Wow. Uh, Harmontown is them sitting behind a table and then people bring up public grievances <laughs> or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's Harmontown? No, it, it's literally just Harmon um, saying whatever he wants. Like, there's. I don't think they even come to the show with like things that they want to talk about i think it's just he gets he he gets some alcohol in him and then sits down and just starts talking because that's just how he is i could do that yeah right so we should do that uh, so this <laughs> this uh show it's karen kilgariff and georgia i forget her last name but they're both comedians and uh they just come together and they each tell each other about a their favorite murder of the week and i realized like true crime tv shows are really hard for me to watch because you know they show crime scenes and they get into like reenactments and i become really uncomfortable but i can hear about that shit all day apparently and i'm not someone that likes to like fantasize about 
or over not fantasize that's the wrong word or glamorize like serial killers and stuff like that yeah but i just find them so fascinating no they are fascinating true true crime stories or unsolved murder stories or on like craziness like there was one that recently ended up in woodland and i was like oh my god gross yeah that's scary there's a couple sacramento ones that we're gonna listen to on our way down to la uh next week i saved them just (laughs) like getting out of here all right (laughs) i saved them just for the car ride because one is the uh god what are their descriptions because i was really sold on their description one was the vampire of sacramento oh uh richard chase the vampire of sacramento and then the other one is karen georgia discussed their murders uh favorite murder of peru's ruth thalia sayas after her appearance on a game show, as well as the murderous reign of a sweet old lady, Dorothea Puente, in Sacramento. Aww. That's uh, episodes 10 and 37. And, yeah, I've listened to maybe half the episodes I have available in about two oh. weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's maybe three weeks. But it's, uh, I don't know, they leave me, like, just wanting to take out my headphones and just be like, Katie Mary, you have to hear about this crazy shit I just heard. <laughs> and we've listened to a few together, and it's, a. Uh, yeah, definitely Wee Bear Bears is a nice palate cleanser after those. <laughs> it looks really cute. They do look really adorable. So is that a episode 64? Have you anything else for us? I think that's it. All right, well, uh, thank you for listening. If you'd like to email us, you can email blipcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll get to it eventually when we can get in there. Uh, <laughs> we're at facebook.com slash blipcast. What else is there? Twitter at blipcast. <laughs> I'm at Ovacord. She's at Lady Laumies. Bye. Bye. Uh, uh, do I sound like I'm uh. uh, Yeah, the sound check the same way I sound check. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow. Is uh, it something I can do on my end? No, it's all my end. My box is being weird. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong. Maybe it's my headphones. Say things? I am saying things. I am reading... Uh, what's... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should I just, like, keep a steady note? Would that help? Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> Katie just pressed the cat on my neck. Hold on. Aww. Talk to Dennis. Say hi, say hi Dennis. Hi, Dennis. How re- are you? I realize she's not wearing headphones. She can't hear you say that, but she sniffed, so. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I think this is doable. Okay. Flipcast, doable <laughs> since 2012? 13? 13? I don't know. It's been a. How many years has it been? I don't remember. So, it's like New Year's uh, Eve. First episode. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, it was New Year's. Huh? Are you cutting out? Am I cutting out? Because you're cutting out is what I meant to say. Um. Um. I don't know if I'm cutting out. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to say. But um. I think it's just a time lag because, like, I'll start talking and then you'll start talking and then I'll stop because I want you to stop or I want you to keep you talking. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not um, fair. I, I want you to keep talking and then you'll stop because I think you're trying to do the same thing. So <laughs> we may be on a time lag. <laughs> We're too polite, is what it comes down to. True. All right. For some reason, all of our episodes are not in my iTunes, so I have to go to our actual Podbean and fudge and find that. <laughs>
Yeah, I had to like reset my iPod phone. No, actually, when I did my computer, I had to like, I don't know, it wiped everything, and then it's not being nice. What hmm. episode? Hold it, posts. Number one was released. Why is there not a date on these? January first, win. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. I think you're probably right. Probably 2013. <laughs> so the description for our first episode is the first episode of Blipcast. Intros, Twitter goals, smut movies, Sam Rockwell versus <laughs> Ed Norton, Katie teaches Daniel, and more. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. The, uh, <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> The uh, You Talking You Two to Me podcast has an episode where they listen to their first episode and they do commentary over it. I yeah. wish they didn't already do that because I want to steal that idea so bad. <laughs> it's such I a mean, stupid idea, but it's such a good idea. We could do it. I think it would just be easier like if we waited for that when I was actually up there so we could pause it instead of... Oh, yeah. Well, I guess then again, you could like run it through so I could hear it and you could pause it. So it wouldn't be like, I have to pause it when you pause it. <laughs> we both just reach out and smash the space bar if you hear the... <laughs> pause! <laughs> that wouldn't work out very well. <laughs> Alrighty, well, shall we? Yeah. Alrighty, cool. Hold on, hold on, there it is. A Catbox Production.